Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 4, Episode 16. We got some big things going on around the sports. CJ, hit us off. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we're talking NFL. That's the big thing going on right mm-hmm. now. So we got the Week 2 picks. We're going to regale those and how hey. terrible I was and how mediocre Parker was, to be clear. <laughs> hey, I'll take mediocre. This is very true. Uh, then we're going to jump right into the MLB wild card scene. Playoffs we, almost here. Yeah, I mean, we're we're right around the corner. Uh, I mean, basically, most of the divisions are wrapped up, so it's all about the wild card. We're going to dive in, maybe even pick uh, the last 10 games to see who we're at, plus big news. And then, obviously, finishing it off on the NFL Week 3 picks. Hopefully, we do better than Week 2 and Week 1. Yeah. A little fantasy sprinkled in there as well. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Jumping right into the week two action. Let's start with the uh, you know the Thursday night game. My birds versus the Vikings winning 34-28. Parker hit us with a run. Dude, uh, Kirk Cousins had a good game. He had a great game. He had four touchdowns, no picks. That's mm-hmm. unlike Kirk Cousins on a nationally televised game. Right. But it wasn't enough. We both don't feel like Jalen Hurts is crushing it yet. No. But DeAndre Swift, he's looking good. 175 yards on the ground yeah. with a tutty. Could have uh, had a couple more, but they did the pushy-pushy, the tush-push. Yeah. Uh, of Jalen was Hurts there a little pitchy-pitchy woo-woo? There was no pitchy-pitchy woo-woo okay. in this one. Um, <laughs> I mean, there didn't need to be. The Vikings were coming back. They were making it a game. I mean, it was, you know. It was 17. I mean, the well, the fumble of Justin Jefferson right. out of the back of the end zone uh, for the touchback, you know, in the in the latter half of the second quarter there yeah. allowed the Eagles to come back in and uh, get the field goal before half and make it a seven-point game. And then they came back out and, and made it, you know, very, very clear that they were the better team. But then they didn't really do much. And their their offense really isn't, isn't – stirring confidence for yeah him. even though I, your birds won and they're they're undefeated aj i need more from aj brown i need more from AJ. well now i'm now they tried J- to force it to him and there was right. some sideline stuff right. i don't really i don't think there's that much to it i mean devonta smith is looking good well i mean he he had uh two really really big catches he had a 63 yarder and then the 61 yarder for a touchdown right at the beginning of the second half so i mean that was basically all of his yardage and two catches so I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that it's not impossible, but like Dallas right. Goddard had six catches for 22 yards. He was literally dink and dunk. Right. And there was not a lot of passing going because they had they had the lead again. So yeah, you know, and they were running the ball so well. I mean, 28 carries for 175 for Swift. He de- he needs to be the lead back. Uh, Alexander Madison had the crucial fumble early, and then he never got going. How do you feel about the Vikings? See, here's the thing. I mean, Kirk Cousins is a top 12 quarterback. If anybody tells you anything otherwise, they're well, wrong. They're, yeah, they're wrong. So, I don't. I never feel like the Vikings are out of it. But we all knew that the Vikings were going to regress to the mean in one-score games. They were 11-0 and last year in, in one-score games. Like, you don't, you don't have that every year. So, 
you know, they obviously were going to regress back to the mean. Yeah, no and no Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and no Dalvin Cook hurts you. I know they just traded for Cam Akers, so that's kind of a big thing. But yeah. they don't have him yet. they got to get him acclimated. I look to see the Vikings do a lot better here in the coming weeks. Maybe not this week, but that's a precursor. Like to honestly, the lesson. only guys on that team offensively that I'm uh, I, that I'm digging is okay. Kirk Cousins looking good. Jefferson doing his thing. I love what Hawkinson brings. Um, Addison, he's doing a good job. But mm-hmm. like they don't have a run game at this point. Um, I think that will change now that they have Acres and you have Madison. But uh, there's so, for some there's something missing. I don't, I can't tell you exactly what it is. Obviously, being on a long week, I think, will help them this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're only two games in. Yeah. But it's it's not a great start. Yeah, they can't go 0-3. And obviously, I mean, they're facing the Chargers. So one of these teams is going to be 0-3. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is going to be 1-2. and So it's going to be tough to go into. Absolutely. Let's jump to the Sunday games. The Raiders the go Raiders. to Buffalo and get stomped 38-10. Yeah. to uh, Josh Allen, 274 yards. Not surprised. Yeah, I mean, he looked great. Three touchdowns, no picks. Only was sacked twice, and, I mean, it really wasn't even that significant. Jimmy G, only 66%, yeah. 185 yards. He had the two, two interceptions. Picks, yeah. That was tough. I mean, James Cook got rolling, too, with 123 key. yards on the ground so as key. well. He had that one big one for 36 yards. Uh, Gabe Davis had our boy Gabe Davis. Yeah, he actually he showed scored up. in a regular season game. Insane. Uh, I mean, James Cook came out from the backfield as well. Diggs doing Diggs things. Right. Dalton Kincaid showing why he was a uh, you know top overall pick. He's got a great name. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal, right? But and that's so a tight end name. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but for Vegas, Josh Jacobs doesn't get going on the ground. No, I mean, did he not. did catch it five times for fifty-one yards. Uh, you know, out of the backfield receiving. I mean, Devonta Adams doing great things. Six Negative catches for two eighty-four. On the ground. Ouch. Yeah, it's rough. And you know, there's a lot of things going on. You just don't. I, I don't. I don't really trust Vegas. They fall to one and one, and Buffalo joins them at one and one after this, uh, you know, uh, very very lopsided game, and it was lopsided yeah. ever since the second quarter. Correct. Uh, Ravens defeat the Bengals in Cincinnati. Uh, so, something wrong in Cincinnati, but they did start off zero two last year. Yeah. So I I don't think it's the same. I mean Joe Burrow. I mean he looks banged up. He even sat there and said his calf is still not a hundred. Yeah, and, and he tweaked it again. And so at this point, outside of letting him sit, how, how's that going to heal? It's not. Yeah, it will never be that good unless he sits for a long time. But T Higgins, two touchdowns on eight catches. Joe Mixon, give me more. Yeah, he needs more than fifty nine yards. But he, you know, they were. But he down. needs more than thirteen carries too. Yeah, I mean. That's true. That is definitely true. He did have four catches out of the backfield on five targets, though, so that's kind of good. Yeah. Hit, uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are not the same uh, no. uh, rapport not yet. as good, what they've had word. in the past. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar had a touchdown for the Ravens. And, I forgot uh, he was on Baltimore. Right? Isn't that crazy? Odell <laughs> yeah. hurt himself in the yeah. first part of the game, so we might never even see Odell. We'll have Odell watch the next couple Gus weeks. Gus Edwards looking good? Yeah, Gus for, Edwards. Uh, J.K. Dobbins? Yeah. You know, he's out, and then uh, Justice Hill, you know, had 11 carries for 41, so he wasn't toting the rock bad either. And, uh, you know, Zay Flowers, man, that the rookie wideout. I mean, four catches for 62. Now, uh-huh. granted, 52 of it came on one shot. <laughs> right, but right. at the same time, I mean, that's what he's going to be for you. So the Ravens looking formidable at a 2-0 and team. Of course, even though Baltimore won, good for you guys. You look at the box score, your leading carrier, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And we've said it. We've said it. Your quarterback cannot be – 
leading. I mean, he didn't have the most rushing yards. Gus mm-hmm. Edwards did, but he had the most carries. He had twelve. Gus Edwards had ten. Like that's a problem. Give it to your back. Yeah, because you're not going to stand up. Yeah, all, it's, all season you can't be an MVP doing that. No. All right, let's jump to the Chiefs Jaguars and our rock fight, rock fight of, of the week. week. Uh, 17 to 9, only two touchdowns scored by KC. Both yeah. passing, uh, one to Sky Moore. Uh, I think it was the 54 yarder. And then, obviously, your boy, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> getting into yeah. the end zone. Spoiler alert. He did only haul in four catches on the nine targets he had, so that's a little bit concerning. But, but we did put him in on fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, you know, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a big week, but he did find he did get paid dirt. Yep. So that's huge. Yep. Um, this is definitely the rock fight of the week. It yeah. was a snoozer. I, I mean, I knew the game happened, but it's like, did anyone really watch this game? I think the one big part about this game is that Kansas City's defense might be a top, top five defense as of right now. Yeah. I mean, they sacked Trevor Lawrence four times. Outside of Kelsey, though, they don't have receiving options. They really don't. I mean, Sky Moore, three catches for 70. Justin Watson, Noah Gray, a bunch of who? (laughs) That helps no one. Right. They've got a thousand guys on this list for I mean, their receiving. They can run like it nobody. a little bit. Like I like Pacheco, right? But like, that, Patrick Mahomes has a job to do. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he did throw for three hundred and five yards with this laundry list <laughs> of, of who? Yeah, a, right. a lot of who. Yeah, uh, I yeah. will say Jacksonville. I mean, he only had two hundred and seventeen yards. Christian Kirk air. is good. Christian Kirk, even though his one his one pass went for negative one yards, he did have eleven receptions on his own for one ten. <laughs> right. I um, mean, he had fourteen targets. He led everything there. Calvin Ridley only two hauls in on eight targets. That's a little bit of a problem for me. Yeah. Evan Ingram caught six on eight targets as well. And they, I mean, they couldn't get the run game going. Travis Etienne twelve carries forty yards. I can't. But that can't I don't. I don't think teams, and I'm not just picking on Jackson, but like teams are not like, hey, we're gonna run it down your throat. All day. Yeah, Philly Like, did. this was a close game. Yeah, I get like, it. Like, it wasn't like you were down and you had to pass it. No, like, give it to ETN. Yeah. And, no, I get and, it. and just wear that. I mean, Chiefs have a good defense, obviously. Right. But ETN is, I think he's better than Pacheco. You yeah. agree? Yeah. So, I don't know. Teams just aren't running the ball like they should. Yeah. No, that's true. But uh, Rock Fight of the Week here, again, it has to be under 35 points. Correct. It has to be two touchdowns or less. This is really the only game that fit, so, <laughs> right. but it was also a snoozer, so it's it was. the Rock Fight of the Week. Correct. We jump to Chargers v. Titans. Titans win it in overtime, 27-24. to 24. Tannehill! Is something wrong with the Chargers? Like, legitimately. I mean, there, there's definitely something wrong. I haven't seen much much of their games. Yeah. And we're Herbert guys, but, like, you need more than just Herbert. I think Eckler being out's massive to them. I oh, mean, Josh definitely. Kelly was the lead back, 13 carries, 39 yards. That does not get the job because done. Because it's really just Herbert, Eckler, and Keenan Allen. Yeah. Like, that's kind of it. I mean, Mike Williams is good, I too. I like but... Mike Williams, but he doesn't seem to get too much involved. No, but Keenan Allen had two toddies on the day. Both of yeah. Herbert's touchdowns went to Keenan Allen. He had 111 yards receiving. Is Justin Herbert uh, threw for 305. Listen, Tannehill, man, very efficient. 20 of 24 for 246. We give him a lot a of flack, but he's he's solid. Yeah, he also had a tutty on the ground with his legs <laughs> as well. It was his only carry of the day right. for 12 yards. I mean, he kind of just, it was a splitting of the blue sea, I guess is what you want to call the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Derrick Henry, his, you know, ho-hum, 80 yards, one tutty on 25 but carries. But see, they gave him 25 touches. Right. 
Like, we need to see more of that from Well, Diggs. I mean, that's what the Eagles did, and that's how they beat the Vikings. But, but you guys are awesome. I'm just talking about the league at large. No, I get it. Like, we've kind of just been like, well, let's pass the ball around. Look at our receivers, blah, blah, blah. Look, give your running – like, your running back at a minimum. If you have a top back, 20 carries. Yeah. At a minimum. Yeah. I don't I don't need 11. Yeah, no, like, I get it. Like, give him 20. Like, sometimes you're not going to get, like, eight yards of carry – but like you need to wear, you need to wear down the opposing defense, mm-hmm. and most likely they're gonna they're gonna break free. No, I get you. Most likely. No, I get it. Well, let's go to a team that really runs the ball very, very, yeah. very the often. The Falcons beat Green Bay twenty five to twenty four. Bijan Robinson's a beast. He's a beast, and that's the reason why we have him in the Bed Bath and Bijan League. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Nineteen carries, one twenty four. Uh, I mean, obviously he didn't find Pater, but Desmond Ritter did with the ground and with the arm. He threw it to Drake London. Finally, he's starting to get some love. Six like catches, sixty seven. One toddy. Yeah, Tyler Algier. Sixteen carries for forty eight. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't overly efficient, but. Yeah. Is that nice change of pace back? Yeah. Desmond Ritter also ran the ball ten times uh, for thirty nine to go with that toddy I've already talked about. Listen, Matt Collins had a massive penalty in the middle of this game, but he had three yeah. catches for sixty yards. Bijan found some room out of the backfield as well for four catches for forty eight. Listen, Jordan Love did not have a great game. He came no. back down to earth after his last time. Now. He threw for three touchdowns. Let's not sit yeah. there and say he didn't do anything. But fourteen to twenty five for one fifty one isn't enough. No, no. Especially compared to what he did in week one. I mean, A.J. Dillon, 15 carries for 55 yards. Like, did they even have the ball that long? No. It's crazy. Okay. I mean, you look at all the rushes for Atlanta, right. and then you look at all the plays for Green Bay, and it's like, where did this come from? Question. Mm-hmm. The Falcons are 2-0. and Are they for real? I don't think so. I mean, they've had both home games. Uh, eventually, somebody's just they're just going to sell out and make – make Desmond Ritter beat you with his arm. That's fair. Kind of like what defenses did to Tim Tebow there for a little bit. <laughs> like, they literally just threw eight in the box and said, beat yeah. beat us with your arm. Do you think Ritter can beat you with his arm? I don't think so. I mean, I knew he threw for, he threw for three, uh, sorry, 237 this past week. Yeah. But, like, I'm not sitting here going, oh, shake it in my boots because <laughs> right. of Desmond Ritter. Oh, yeah, I'm not either. I, I'm literally going to focus on Bijan, stop Bijan, you can and try. just and just go. You know what? Like that's yeah. what's going to be. Yeah. If I'm playing Atlanta, and I don't know if the Eagles play Atlanta this year, but if we played Atlanta, all I was doing, all I'm going to do, is go. All right, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, tee off on Bijan, and let's let Bradbury and Slay live on an island. If they beat you that way, they beat you that way. But I'm never letting Bijan Robinson. I'm never letting this team carry for 45, 45 times. At a 4.7 average clip. It's not happening. Right. I'm never doing that. All right, let's jump to the, uh, the other overtime game, the and, Seahawks and, and versus the Lions. And to answer your question, the Eagles do not play the Falcons. I didn't think they did. I didn't think they did. Just wanted to no, no. put that in there. I appreciate you. I, I don't know who plays Atlanta this year, but <laughs> it better be a team that knows how to shut down the run. Uh, yeah, Seahawks right. beat the Lions, eliminating Parker out of the I Eliminator know. Challenge. He will still make picks because we still have our overall. I felt so good about it. Like I like what the I. Maybe I just got suckered into their week one yeah, against maybe. the Chiefs. Maybe. They're, but they were at home. Jared Goff wasn't terrible against the Seahawks. No. And I, mean, I liked Gibbs and Montgomery behind, in the backfield. 
I'm not a big receiving like Alvin Ronsay Brown. He's I mean he's had a nice game, but he doesn't really scare me. I mean it's it's Sam Laporta, Josh yeah. Reynolds, Alvin Ronsay Brown, and and but, Khalif Raymond. Man, I mean, I, that's it. I felt good about it, but yeah, I got eliminated. Yeah, I mean it happens. But Listen, we're gonna keep doing it. The Seahawks are better than what everybody gives them credit for. Geno Smith, thirty four, forty one, two twenty, three twenty eight. Because yeah. last year, last year we gave Geno Smith and the Seahawks crap every week. Yeah, I mean we it, still are going to. But yeah, I mean, I'm not a Geno believer because I remember him at West Virginia. I right. remember him when he got in the league, and I'm like, eh, I don't really feel it. But he had a good year last year, and he's he's doing all right so far. He is accurate with the football. I'll give him that. And here's the thing: like they've got enough out there. I mean, DK Metcalf was out for a little bit, yeah. but he came back. Tyler Lockett had I know two he's toddies. questionable this week. Yeah. So I mean, in Jackson Smith a Jigba, you got to love that too. So. Listen, they've got pieces. I, I don't hate on Seattle. This was a game that I did not expect them to, and, to win. Uh, and, and, I mean, they came back in the fourth quarter, put up 14 points, and, and forced overtime. And they forced overtime and won. I mean, you know, that's that's what you're supposed to do as a good team, do and you, they did it. Do you think that was a bad pick for me in the eliminator? No, I don't think so, because you were going to pick the Lions eventually, and it wasn't a bad spot, too. Okay. It just turned out to be bad. Like, I mean, it's always a crapshoot in the first couple weeks. Yeah. I mean... You know what are you gonna do? You um, could have you could have picked your Colts. Now that I'm thinking, honestly, whenever I was asked that question, I'm looking at my screen right now. I go, I should have picked my Colts. Yeah, like I mean, that's the only one that I'm like, maybe that's where you could have gone with. Yeah. I mean, heck, I even put a risk with the Niners, but I figured you know might as well go here because I wasn't sure about this game, right. and so I understand why you didn't take your Colts. But considering we're talking about them now, we might as well go ahead. <laughs> they look good. The Colts beat the Texans 31-20. to Anthony Richardson's a real deal. If he can come back from the concussion, he'll be fine. And but yet, Gardner Minshew, 19-23 yeah. for 171 and a tutty. So. All signs point to Anthony Richardson being okay. I think, I, I don't want to say it's complete precautionary, but it wasn't like... Like he was, he was lucid. He, I mean, whenever the, the concussion happened, so it was when he went to the end zone and he fell backwards in his... It was kind of like a whiplash thing. Yeah. And uh, he got up, um, but then I think it was probably more precautionary at that yeah. point uh, because Gardner Minshew's a good backup, and he looked really good. Um, but I, I definitely want Anthony Richardson back. Yeah. The defense, loving it. Yeah. Mike, Michael Pittman's a good receiving option. Yeah. I'm not telling you that they're going to shock the AFC. Yeah. But do I think – look, I think Jacksonville, I think we, we, we established it when we went over the divisions. They're the clear pick in, in the AFC South. Yep. But I think the Colts can, you know, they can be in the mix. Yeah, I mean, they're and they're not they're not tanking for Caleb Williams, so yeah, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're gonna not. Play, they're gonna play hard. I mean, could, Michael Pittman had his eight catches for fifty six, but he did have twelve targets. Could, I would love Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, Zach Moss is the clear lead back here in the with Jonathan like Taylor him. out. Yeah, I mean, eighteen carries for eighty eight in the touch, yeah. so that's pretty good. Anthony Richardson had his three carries before he went out, two of which found the end zone. That's his real threat is, oh, yeah. is with his legs. C.J. Stroud, not a terrible game. He no. had 30 for 47, 384, two tutties of his own. But he got no real help, and it Damian was all Pierce late did game. nothing. Yeah, he's garbage. I think, <laughs> we're, I think we're just going to bench him. Listen, Nico Collins is a, is a problem 
and he had seven catches, 146 in the toddy. I, I picked him up in one of my leagues. You should have, and we should have. Unfortunately, we missed out on waivers for him. So, yeah. eh, what are you going to do? We yeah. did get Kareem Hunt, though, so, hey. Let's go. Yeah, we, we tried for Nico Collins in, in week one and missed. So, it, it helped us get Kareem Hunt this week. All right, let's jump to Bears versus Bucks. The Bucks decided to. Dude, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, what's up with him? I don't understand it. 26 of 34. Over 300 yards. Yeah, he looks great. Now, here's the thing. You put him versus, like, another quarterback's resume, and you're like, wow, that quarterback's great. Like, blind resume. They did it right, in a couple right. places, and you're like, wow, he's doing really well. <laughs> and then you're like, it's Baker Mayfield, though. Like, did I just cheat on my wife for thinking that he, like, he did a good job? Yeah. It's weird, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying he, you know, it's it's two totally different things. I, get, I, feel what, that way. I get what you're saying. Uh, Justin <laughs> Fields, terrible game again. 16-29, yeah, 2-11, what, what is two Justin picks. Fields' problem? Dude, he was sacked six times. I think if he if I mean, the old line is pressure, trash. It is. It's awful. It's trash. I mean, Khalil Herbert, seven seven carries for 35. He did find one catch for 23. Which is why, as you saw, I dropped him. Yeah, and, and we should have. You know, it's it was needed. It was time. So, and we'll talk more about fantasy in the next segment anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to Giants v. Cardinals. This looked like it was going to be a blowout to the proportions of anything. With uh, yeah. Arizona was up 20 nothing and a half. The Giants hadn't scored a point in the first six quarters of the season and then decided to score 31 in the last two. They gave up 60 unanswered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like dude. In six quarters. And then they said, hold my beer and decided <laughs> to beat Arizona. The yeah. worst part is they don't even they don't even cover the spread. Like, what are you doing? Come back and win it big. Uh, Daniel Jones, 26-37, yeah. 321. Two toddies. He did have a bad pick in the first uh, the and first J- half. And Josh Dobbs is the quarterback for Arizona. Listen, he's not bad. 21-31 to 31 for 228 and one touchdown. Listen, let's put it this way. He's better than Zach Wilson. That's all I'm going to say. That's fair. Uh, Saquon That's fair. is out with a, uh ankle sprain, but before he did that, 17 carries for mm-hmm. 63, and he found Pater. Uh Daniel Jones found Pater with his legs. It might have to be all on him. As, like, Darren Waller was your leading catcher, like, as far as receptions, six I mean, for 76. Yeah. I like that. for because the, the, They didn't have that last year. No, they didn't. Right? So you add Waller and you're th- – I, I honestly thought the Giants would be a hell of a lot better than this. I thought so, too, but they're not. So it's, <laughs> But I mean, they're rough. not. Uh, James Conner, 23 for 106. They're plus only he found saving Pater. grace. Yeah, he is. I mean, well, Zach, Zach Ertz had six catches for 56. Like he's, I keep forgetting he's on there. Yeah, and then Marquise Brown had a touchdown with six catches, 54. I mean, honestly, Arizona's not bad. I'm, I'm slightly worried about Dallas in a trap game this week, but I don't think it'll come to that, to be clear. Like, I think Dallas wins that game. But at the same time, I would not be shocked if uh, Arizona puts up a fight. Jonathan Gannon does have him playing hard, even though I hate Gannon. I know you do. Uh, 49ers versus the Rams. They win by seven on yeah, a backdoor cover. That was absolute garbage, by yeah. the way. I lost money on that. Um, <laughs> Brock okay. Purdy, 17-25, 206. Really didn't have to do much as Christian McCaffrey stole the show. Right. At least we stole the show. <laughs> uh, 20 carries, 116, nice. and found a tutty. Uh, Debo Samuel had five carries out of the backfield, plus six catches for 63 yards. He looks great. He's back at it. Uh, Brandon Ayuk got hurt in the middle of this game. He might yeah. not even play tonight yeah. as they are playing the Giants tonight, by the way. Uh, Matt Stafford had to throw the ball 55 times because they Can't were down. Have it. Yeah, I mean, well, they were up, and then all of a sudden it was yeah. like, oh, uh, we're just not going to do anything. And like, right. oh, what are we doing? Like, it's a tie game. You don't have to throw the ball all over the place and <laughs> right. and feed to San Fran's strength. And but, you don't uh, even have Cooper Cup, man. No, you don't. And now – I like the running back, K-Ron Williams, 12, yeah. or 14 carries, 52, and a touchdown, but give him some more. Listen, this this Puka 
Nakura kid, 15 receptions <laughs> for 147. Yeah. I mean, Atwell had a great game, seven catches for 77. And then Williams, again, has two touchdowns on the day, one out of the backfield, one uh, one rushing, one receiving. I mean, listen, yeah. their team's got a lot of talent. And I know this Puka kid, like, I mean, he averages 10 per reception. He had 20 targets for crying out loud. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, cover the man so Safford doesn't have to throw to him. Like, you know, 99% of the it time. Is, it is a bummer because I thought, okay, Cooper Cup's out. So, beginning of the year, I picked up Van Jefferson. I go, oh, he should get more targets. He had he had one catch. He had four four targets, one catch. It's rough. Like, but the backdoor cover really killed me. Puka taking my target. Listen, the Rams kick a meaningless field goal at the end. Like, yeah, what member of their staff is betting? Seriously, because it has to be. That's a good question. Like, seriously. Like, with all this, like... Because there's no reason There's, there's no, no reason, reason to, to do that. Field goal. No reason to kick that field goal. Backdoor like, cover? Yeah. Literally was on SV, SVP's bad beats. It was awful. Yeah, it it's is. It's awful. Because yeah. the line was eight and a half, and they were up by ten. Rams kick a field goal. It's garbage. Yeah. Whoever's betting on that game, like, they should get fined, kicked out of the league. It was awful. Yeah, it had to wrong. be. There's you're no other wrong. option. Uh, the uh, last two of the four o'clock games... Uh, the Jets get manhandled by Dallas, thirty mm, to ten. Yeah. Listen, the Jets score all their points in the second quarter. Is the only time this this offense looked anywhere resembling a decent team. Zach Wilson, twelve completions on twenty seven attempts, one hundred seven yards. They cannot run the ball. No, he had three picks. I mean, this is brutal. Dak Prescott looks good, thirty one to thirty eight for two fifty five, two touchdowns. Tony Pollard carried the ball 25 times because why not yeah. at 72 yards? You'd hope he'd get a little bit more, especially since he had a long at 23. But yeah. that's the Jets' defense. They're actually pretty good. Um, but I will I will say this. Like I said earlier that teams need to more like run the football, wear them down. The Jets need to run the ball more. I know, I know Dallas' D, especially up front, is awesome. But like you need to just like, – you have – Brees Hall's good, yep. right? Like you have Dalvin Cook. Like you need to run that rock, yeah. And because Zach Wilson, we've seen it; he's not going to win you games. No, he he is not athletic, especially against Dallas. Like you, like that's really running the football is your only chance because you can run the football, and you have a good defense. That's your only chance of winning. And like letting, how, how many times did Zach Wilson drop back? How many uh, attempts did he have? He had twenty seven attempts. He ran the ball five times for thirty six. He also got sacked three times. Like yeah. that's a problem. Yeah, it's, it's not what you need. You only have 16 rushing attempts your entire team, yeah. which is less than what Zach Wilson did. Oh, and five of those 16s were Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, that's a problem, man. That doesn't work. Garrett Wilson did have two catches for 83, and he He's found awesome. Pater on one of them. He's awesome. Tyler Conklin had five receptions for 50. Uh, C.D. Lamb led all receiving uh, with 11 catches and 143. Yeah. Uh, the passing touchdown went to uh, Jake Ferguson and Luke Shoemaker. Uh that helps no one. Uh, let's <laughs> yeah. go ahead and jump to the Commanders <laughs> versus the Broncos. The Commanders come back to win 35-33. to 33. Something's wrong in Denver. I've said it multiple times. This could be the blow-up year. I would not be shocked if Denver's playing for Caleb Williams and just not show- telling course, everybody that. Of course, there's no, like, I'm, I know you saw it. I know I saw it because I was watching the game live. Uh, does anyone know what a pass interference is? Yeah, like that, that should have been that should that should have been tied, and then over time, I'm not saying Denver would have won for sure. I'm I'm not saying that, but yeah. like it should have been tied, mm-hmm. and like that was a clear pass interference. Yeah, it was bad. Like he got mugged. Conversion. Yeah, he did. He got mugged. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, yeah. I will say Brian Robinson had a great game. Eight 
Eight yeah. ca- 18 carries for I, 87 yards. I like two Washington's touchdowns. team. Yeah, I mean, they're solid outside of their quarterback, even though he didn't have a he's, bad day. 27-39, 299, 2 I don't love Sam Howell, but he's yeah. all right. Russell Wilson did go 18-32 for Ugh. 308, three touchdowns, one terrible interception, by the way. <laughs> he did. Uh, his touchdowns went to Brandon Johnson for two of them. Both of his catch- catches found the end zone. And then Marvin Mims Jr., two catches for 113. His long was 60, so if you do the math, the other one's 59 yards. There you go. Uh, 53 yards, excuse me. Uh, I'm I, I seeing a nine for the next yeah. one here, and it's kind of killing. I will say it was so funny. You're, I'm, you're looking at the screen, yeah, I am. and it's like, if you do the math, and there's an, I'm like, where are you getting the nine, bro? Yeah, I, I just just let it happen. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Terry, Scary Terry had five catches, 54, uh, and a touchdown as well. I mean, listen, like, honestly, I, I, I just – I don't understand Denver's team. I don't understand Washington's team. I don't understand how this even happened. But at I the same time, Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's weird. What I think Sean Payton's won him to stay in the pocket, and he's not good there. So no, I, Russell Wilson leaving Seattle was probably the worst thing that could ever happen. Do you think Denver should <clears throat> like you think blow it up and and tank for Caleb Williams? Absolutely, hundred percent. Like, do you? <laughs> other than that, do you think Russell Wilson should change his game, or nope. do you think Sean Payton should? Nope. Go to Russell Wilson. Well, face. Sean Payton literally just sat there and said, we're going to go to wristbands if we have to. So clearly Sean Payton knows exactly what he wants of Wilson. Yeah. And Wilson's just going to be like, uh, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's that bad. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Sunday night game. Dolphins versus the Patriots. They win up in Foxborough. Tua, 5-0 uh, against Belichick. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But, I mean, it's, it's the Dolphins, man. They were so, like non-competitively competitive for a long time, like if that makes sense. I get you. Uh, and, I mean, they're 2-0 and this year. Both of them are on the road. They're fun. Patriots 0-2. Both of them are at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mac Jones looked pedestrian compared to last week in the Eagles' uh-huh. defense, what they did. Uh, oh, but 42 passing. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of you don't want that from Mac Jones. No, you don't. Ramon J. Stevenson had a, uh, had a decent game, but still not enough touches, 15, 50 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mac Jones did have a terrible interception. So did two of those. So, you know, what are you going to do? But 21-30 for 249 for two with that touchdown and that previously mentioned interception. Raheem Mostert finds Pato twice with 121 yards on the ground. Tyreek Hill, cheetah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the difference maker there. Had He was the one touchdown from Tua yeah. uh, on his five catches for 40. But Jalen Waddle four catches, 86 to lead in yards receiving. Devontae Parker and Hunter Henry both had six catches. For 57 and 52 yards, respectively. And Hunter Henry was the recipient of the touchdown from Mac Jones. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to the two Monday night games, which I think is terrible. To be clear, I think it's awful. Yeah. To be clear, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers in the first one, 20 to 17. This game is a lot closer than it ever should have been. Derek Carr, yeah. uh, 21 to 36, 228, and the interception. Uh, listen, Tony Jones Jr. found Pater both times for the. Uh, for the Saints. Saints, and Taysom Hill led them in rushing yards. That's really all you need to know about this offense. I would say Derek Carr did look. I mean, he had moments. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he's still. I mean, he's still. You know, he's got to figure out this offense. Figure out his. I, I like Olav. Mm-hmm. Olave. Olave. Excuse yeah, yeah. Me. Sorry, yeah. It's a little French. You gotta, gotta hit it, especially <laughs> in New Orleans. Olave. 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 <laughs> oh, we, oui, we. Oui. Oh, oh. 
Uh, Bryce Young though with Carolina. He's I mean, all right. Twenty-two, thirty-three, one fifty-three in the touchdown. You gotta. You they, gotta need, up they, that need ba- they need a bank on the run game more. Well, and their their wide receivers is who outside of Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah, outside of Adam Thielen. And when Adam Thielen is your leading, especially receiver, now, now, especially now, it's a problem. Because like now, Adam Thielen is a number two, number three. Yeah, receiver. he's he's like, yeah, and he, he's not terrible. No. He's reliable, but he should not be your leading receiver. Right. Like, why is Chenault not getting? passes thrown his way and he's like resorted to running the football for them like That's a problem. like miles sanders can you give me more than i mean when i say can you it's not he's not calling the plays but like i need more than 14 carries yeah like he, he's better than that no he is but you know what your eagles didn't give him a ton of carries yeah I, well i, I mean we're I running back by that. committee i mean but you're paying him you're paying yeah, him you're like paying him. back pay him yeah. you know like give him the rock if you're paying him that way so yeah uh carolina's got some problems they're owing to but the saints Saints and Falcons are the class of the NFC South, so yeah, I mean obviously it's them. All right, let's go to the the last game on the slate. Pittsburgh uh, beats Cleveland twenty six to twenty two. I have never seen a knee get bent that way outside of my own. Um, yeah, it was crazy to to say the least. Nick Chubb done for the year. Uh, he had ten carries for sixty four yards. It's a very very sad day. Uh, Jerome Ford did come back sixteen carries one oh six. Uh, for the Browns, Deshaun Watson. Listen, are we ever going to see the one, the Deshaun Watson from Houston ever again? Probably not. Probably not. But uh, you know, it's it's rough. And the fact that a quarterback that goes fifteen to thirty for two twenty two and a touchdown beats you—that's another problem. But it's Shit. the defense for Pittsburgh that's insane. They had the pick six early, and T.J. Then, Watt, man. Yeah, and a couple fumble recoveries. I mean, they're they're dirty. But they're honest, dirty. honestly, the story of the day for Pittsburgh. Their offensive coordinator. They want Canada out. Yeah, they do. Like, they were chanting that in the stands. Well, he's awful. Oh, I agree. George Pickens so, like, is the only good do, thing a part of that offense. Do you think that Kenny Pickett, he hasn't looked great so far this season. Do nope. you think it's a Canada problem or, like, a, a, a Kenny Pickett problem? I think it's a Canada problem. Okay. I think he doesn't know how to put him in good spots. Okay, that's that's I mean, George Pickens, he had 10 targets, but he only caught the ball four times. Yeah. But I think that's because Kenny Pickett was running for his life from Cleveland's defense. Like this, this, this team isn't working. I, I know they get a win because they they always beat the Browns, and the Browns <laughs> haven't started two and zero since nineteen ninety three. Right. FYI, that's when I was four. So like I was one. Yeah. Yeah. You're younger than me. It's cool. Um. <laughs> but like seriously, like this yeah. team is awful. Like Bill Belichick was the coach of the Browns the last time they went two and zero start. That's a problem. Yeah. It's a big, big problem. Bill in Cleveland was not awesome. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't It wasn't him with the Patriots. But Honestly, I think that was because he couldn't find a quarterback. Cleveland should have held on a little bit longer with them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe it would have helped. But Maybe they would have drafted Tom Brady at 197. But, but that's so Cleveland. Yeah, that's very true. Sorry, TJ. All right. Well, uh, just to recap what happened this week, I went nine uh, five nine and two versus the spread. Parker went six eight and two, Woo-hoo. brings the overall record to eleven nineteen and two. Do not bet my games, apparently. Uh, Parker fourteen sixteen and two. Don't bet his either; or you'll lose too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm only cheering because I shouldn't be better than you. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Like you, you know? you know more about this than I do. I'm, yep. I'm first to admit that, mm-hmm. but I'm doing better. Yeah, I mean, you're you're good. You're decent. And I mean, that's all you. Really I mean, need. every week when we're doing our picks, uh, I'm thinking, okay, okay, how do you do the spread again? Like, <laughs> I, like that, like, because I'm not, I'm I not that it. guy. No, you're not a betting guy. It's okay though. It's all right. I mean, you know, but but we're getting there a little bit, a little bit slowly, slowly, slowly but surely. But surely. It wins the race. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we return, we're gonna jump into the MLB. 
on the other side of the tunes. Welcome back. Jumping into the MLB talk. We're talking wild card. We're talking uh, both leagues. And we, I mean, we have two divisions we have to talk about. That's right. yeah. basically it. Let's talk about the division races first. Uh, they're both in the American League. It's the Orioles and the Rays yeah. and in the East that we have to talk about there. And then the West is a three-horse race between Houston, Texas, and Seattle. Uh, Texas and Seattle are both a half game back. Uh, Houston does have them in the win column, so that's good thing for Houston there is it's not a loss column they have to play an extra game uh the Rays are down two to Baltimore and it's three in the loss column one in the win column so I mean Tampa Bay's got some extra games and they actually have a half decent schedule coming up so I wouldn't say that it's impossible for them to catch yeah but I I like Baltimore yeah and honestly like we always say with Baltimore like oh they need pitching but like Gibson's been all right Bradish has been good um, I know D.L. Hall, he comes out of the pen for them, left-hander. Uh, he was, I think he was a first-round pick for them. He's been good. And then, obviously, offensively, you have Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman, Mountcastle's really good. Like, they can swing the stick. Yep. Like, give me Baltimore, but Tampa Bay is not a team to sleep on. We sleep on them every year. Yeah, I mean, and Baltimore has a really, really easy schedule. I'm not sitting here saying that yeah. they don't. they got two versus Washington, three – or, sorry, four versus Cleveland and four versus Boston. Boston is officially eliminated from mm-hmm. playoff contention. They've got nothing to play for. Uh, Cleveland basically is eliminated. Yeah. They have a magic number of two, to be clear. Yeah, that division, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, it's 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 brutal. But what are you going to do? Right. The West is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because two of the three teams face each other for seven of their last ten. Yeah. Seattle has Texas uh, for seven of their last ten games. Uh, and then Houston's a, a hodgepodge of teams. I mean, they've right. got, let's see here, do, 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 do. they have uh, Seattle for three, they have uh, Arizona for three, and then they have KC for three. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think wins out of the AL West? Um, I mean, look, I've been pushing Seattle all year. Mm-hmm. The Rangers, they've won six out of ten. They're looking good. The Astros are four and six in their last ten, and the Mariners are five and five. One thing about the Rangers, you don't have Max Scherzer. That should catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big loss for them. Yep. Um, so give me Seattle. Love what J Rod's doing for them. They have the pitching, like Kirby, Gilbert. Like they, they can pitch mm-hmm. and, and their offense has been there with the big dumper and like Tay Oscar's been good. So I'm gonna take Seattle, but I mean all three of these teams are so like just jumbled together. It's 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 tough. I want to take Houston just because I think the Seattle Texas is going to kind of be yeah. like a dogfight between them for seven games, and I think Houston's got a little bit easier path. Right. Uh, they face Seattle for three, so that also helps them out as well. Yeah. They take two out of three there, then they could take care of Kansas City, and then Arizona is probably going to still be fighting, which makes it a little bit tough. But at the same time, Seattle's facing teams that are going to be tough. Uh, I do say Texas does have the easier roads. They have three versus the Angels, and the Angels have literally nothing to play for. Right. And, you know, but, again, they've got that seven against Seattle. It scares me. That also 
brings me to the AL wild card. As the Rays are in, they've already clinched a spot as the top team, basically. Right. Uh, but they're still fighting for the division, so they're going to still play hard. They're going to be the number one seed. It comes down between the Blue Jays, the Mariners, the Rangers. The Yankees have an outside chance as they're eight back, but their magic number is four. Right. So they're going to lose four on their own. So I'm not worried about the Yankees here. Yeah. So it comes down to three teams for two spots, Blue Jays, Mariners, and Rangers. The Blue Jays, who they have left, it's tough. They have six versus the Rays, and then they have four versus the Yankees. Now, the Yankees probably have nothing to play for, so right. Toronto might get all four of those, or three out of four, which would help them get in. I believe the Blue Jays stay in. So, it comes down between the Mariners and the Rangers of who gets in out of those two and who does not win the division. Now, obviously, the Astros, if they don't win the division, if the Mariners and Rangers come up, then they're in play here, right. and they would be eight and a half up on the Yankees. Are, well, they have the half-game advantage between these two, really. So, yeah. I mean, who gets in as the last wild card if we do think the Blue Jays end up getting in as we do? Okay, so because I picked Seattle, I think they're going to win the division. I think Houston's in. Like, okay. I th- I just think the Rangers, like, they've lost so much, like, from a pitching standpoint. I just – even though I will say the rookie outfielder, Evan Carter, they brought him up a few weeks ago. He's been really good. That could be a shot in the arm for them. But I, I just think that it's even though look Bruce Bochy that dude's a difference maker, but their bullpen has been so bad. I think it's gonna hurt them in the end. So give me I know I know Seattle can pitch. Can they score? And they they've scored enough. And Houston they're battle tested as we know. So I just think the easy answer is the Rangers are not gonna make it because Toronto in that division. They I mean honestly they should be battling for the division, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pitching. For Toronto's good, we know they're going to get in. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Rangers are going to be the ones uh, holding the bag. I believe that is the same case. I just have the Astros winning instead of the Mariners winning. Right. Uh, and I think it's you know Texas and Seattle kind of go back and forth, back and forth. And I think the Blue Jays end up taking the second team, but they end up losing to the Rays anyway. So it's a uh, you know uh, non fortuitous uh, in. <laughs> Not great anyway. I, I don't know what verb yeah. I want to use or adjective <laughs> I want to use there, but right. uh, it is unfortuitous is what I'm going to go <laughs> with. Go. Uh, you know, a, a, a meek uh, situation ah, there like for that. you. I like yeah, that. Right? Does that work? That works. Okay. Yeah, that works. So, uh, yeah, it's a, a situation they don't even want to be in. So, uh, but, yeah, I think the the Mariners get in as the wild card. So what you're saying is the Yankees are going to get <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. Uh, the Yankees have been out since mid-August, but for some odd reason, they're still mathematically there. So we have Yeah, mathematically, out. they're they're in it. They're they're 500, but, you know. Yeah. yeah it's it's Garrett right. Cole and a bunch of – well, I mean, I know they have Aaron Judge, but he is not having a great year, and he's been hurt. Right. So it's really been Garrett Cole and then kind of everybody else. Absolutely. Let's go to the senior circuit. Every division's basically wrapped up. The Braves have officially clinched. They what, clinched what? in Philly a couple of weeks ago. We actually already talked about that. Yep. Dodgers have officially clinched over the Diamondbacks, even though the Diamondbacks have been playing great ball. They've they won have. five straight, by the way. And Corbin the, Carroll, man. The Brewers, yeah, we got to talk about him. Uh, the Brewers, winners of three straight, seven of their last ten, have a seven-and-a-half game lead. Uh, the Cubs aren't officially eliminated, but they're basically eliminated from getting in. Same with the uh, Reds. So, truthfully, let's get down to the wild card as all three division races are coming down to its uh, end. So we look at the wild card standings. The Phillies have a four-game lead on the Cubs, who hold the final wild card mm-hmm. spot. 
Uh, that is switched because the Diamondbacks used to hold the final one. Now it's the Cubs, as the Cubs have been yeah, terrible recently. They have. They are uh, three and seven in their last ten, as the Diamondbacks have been six and four in their last ten. And so, you know, really, like, you know, what's what's going on here? Yeah. Cubs, you're failing me. Uh, the Marlins <laughs> are a half game back, and one in the loss column, by the way. The Reds are a full game back. They are two in the loss column to the Cubs. And then the Giants, uh, three games back. The Padres have made a surge of late with seven straight yeah. wins, but I think it's too little, too, too wait, yeah. uh, as they are four and a half back, and they don't have the easiest schedule coming in. Well, I mean, they have a half-decent yeah. easy schedule. So. The Padres are so funny because beginning of the season, before the season started, a lot of people had them winning the division. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had them getting to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Now, on paper, they that makes sense, right. but like they're not even going to make – I mean, I know they've won seven in a row – but they're still three games back, three games under 500. They're not going to get this. Your boy Gabe Kapler and his Giants are not going to make it. Let's go. Uh, the Reds, I just they don't have enough pitching. They're young. I think they're on the rise. De La Cruz, he, the, people have found something on him, and he's been struggling. The Marlins, they have injuries. Alcantara, Berger, and Arise are all out. Yep. Uh, so you know, are any of them coming back at the end? I know they're only a half game back, but that's that's tough to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Your Cubs are definitely struggling, so they're going to keep them in in the mix. But, you know, but the D-backs, they've really surged. Corbin Carroll, he's the first rookie to have 25 homers and 50 stolen bases in a season. Yeah, he is a lock for the rookie of the oh, year yeah. in the NL for sure. I remember early in the season, he was an MVP candidate. Now, he's, he's definitely not now. It's either Acuna or Betts, and then you have Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson. Uh, three, four. I know. I mean, Freddie Freeman, he's going for 60 doubles. That, yeah. That's only happened six times, and a lot of those guys, black and white pictures. Yeah, craziness. So, yeah. Uh, let's do look at the fact that uh, they're the remaining games. Okay, so uh, the Diamondbacks don't have the easiest schedule, but they right. don't have a really, really hard one as they have three versus Houston, three versus the Yankees, and three versus the Chicago White Sox, who are going to lose 100 games, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to have 400 lost hey, teams. Hey, man, uh, these colors don't run. Yeah, you believe you always believed they would win, <clears throat> I mean, lose 100 games. Yeah. Um, so I just laugh at it because literally did a segment saying, I still kind of believe in these White Sox, but, yeah. oh, man. Well, the at the trade deadline, you were like, sell the farm. So Oh, I, I was. I can't to you. And they didn't even do that completely. They right. did it halfway. Yeah. But uh, the anyways, Philly, continue. <laughs> the Phillies have three versus the Pirates and seven versus the Mets, four at home and three away to finish out the season. Uh, and like I said, they have a four-game lead on the Cubs, but only a two-and-a-half versus the Diamondbacks. I think the Diamondbacks have a little bit harder of a, a stretch. Yeah. And Philly also has the extra game. So, you know, uh, I think the Phillies do hold on to that top wildcard I spot. I think so, too. But really, it comes down to – Honestly, it comes down to three teams in the West. Uh, or, sorry, in in the third spot there. And it comes down to the Cubs, comes down to the Marlins, comes down to the Reds. Yeah. Of the teams that have the best remaining schedule, it's the Reds. Mm-hmm. And the only issue I have with the Reds is the fact that they have they only have eight games left and the Cubs have ten games left. Yeah. But the Cubs do have a tougher schedule. They have three versus Atlanta and three versus Milwaukee. Yeah. But they have three versus Colorado and one versus the Pirates remaining. Uh, but Cincinnati has three versus St. Louis, three versus the Pirates, and two versus the Guardians. It's a lot easier road for them to go. The Marlins do have a tough road, not the toughest, but a tough one. Yeah. They've got three versus the Brewers, three versus the Pirates, and three versus the Mets. 
Uh, but I think the injuries are too much. So it essentially comes down to Cubs versus Reds. Yeah. And I actually think the Reds might actually overcome them because of mm. how easy their schedule is. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the Reds. It's just Ellie De La Cruz has really struggled. They don't – I mean, it's Hunter Green, uh, Nick Lodolo, who they got back, but they're young guys. Can you, can you bank on them to be like, give me a win every time they need it? I don't right. know. I, I mean – and you're right. If if the Marlins were not beat up, if Alcantara, Arise, and Berger were healthy, I definitely think the pick is the Marlins. Mm-hmm. But gosh, that's that's a lot to overcome. I know Alcantara's going on a rehab assignment, so he should be back by the end of the season. But you know, he is he's already not had a great season. Not that he's had a bad year, but he wasn't. He's not as been as Cy Young self this year. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the Reds look like the. If the Cubs keep playing the way they're playing, mm-hmm. th- then it's the Reds. So let's just go ahead and go on the actual the actual schedule. Uh-huh. So the Reds have their three games set at home versus Pittsburgh this weekend. Yeah. Then they've got two versus Cleveland. So they have a day off today and a day off Monday. And then they have a day off Thursday before they go three to St. Louis. So they've got a lot of off days, which helps them. Yeah, it does help. Uh, let's go to Chicago and check out their schedule. Chicago has their final game versus Pittsburgh tonight, and that's at yeah. home. Then they have three versus Colorado at, at home. home. That's huge. And then they go to Atlanta for three and to Milwaukee to finish out the season. That's tough. That's really tough. Like and They don't have a day off outside of Monday. I mean, the only thing that helps them with Atlanta and Milwaukee, yes, it's on the road, but both teams, they're locked in. Yeah, like, they're not going to be playing gonna, for anything. So, like... They're not going to be playing for anything. You you wonder like, are they going to pay play the big dogs like, right. in the rotation position players? Like I don't know, because uh, I know like for like for instance with Milwaukee, Christian Yelich he's banged up. <coughs> right. Like his back is giving him problems. They might just give him those three days off. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, right? no, that's very true. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough for them. It really depends on if Milwaukee wants to face the Cubs hard because they would rather play the Reds. Yeah, you know, like that—that's kind of what Milwaukee has. Is hey, do we want to face? Do we want to face the Cubs? Yeah, because if you lose, then the Cubs have, you know, faith that they could beat them. Yeah, and if you win, then you probably bring it in the Reds into town instead of the Cubs. So I mean, right. Milwaukee—that's a chess game to yeah. finish out too, because that could be six straight games in Milwaukee. If you're if you're Milwaukee, who would you rather have, the Cubs or the Reds? Oh, the Reds, because their pitching's worse. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, that's where and, – and pitching in the playoffs is what matters. I mean, one thing that's interesting for the Cubs uh, from a pitching standpoint, Marcus Stroman was definitely their best pitcher, and they said they, they're going to put him in the pen. Okay. Like, he's going to finish the season in the pen because he's been out for – I mean, he's been out quite a while now, but whenever they get him back, he's going to be in the pen. But you know you know he's going to he's gonna give it as a, as a reliever, and that's a big weapon in their pen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely would rather face the Reds because of their, their youth. Yeah, that's a hundred percent where I'm going with. So I think yeah. Milwaukee plays Chicago tight in those last three. So yeah. I have the Reds making it as the final wild card spot with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks taking the top two. So the Reds would go to face Milwaukee and the Diamondbacks would go to Philly to face the Phillies for the wild card round. Uh I mean craziness. Craziness is what's going on here. The Rays are gonna face either the Mariners, the Rangers, or the Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh or sorry, sorry, the uh, one of those three is going to face Minnesota. Excuse oh, yeah. Me. yeah and then the right. Rays face the Blue Jays in our scenario. But we will have it all 
next week will be basically all wild card, all baseball, minus the picks and things. But <laughs> right. a lot of it's going to be baseball as we're gearing up for the postseason. We're looking forward to it. But, I mean, that's really outside of – well, we do have some news we need to talk about with baseball. Otani yeah. has elbow surgery. We Even don't though know we what, don't know what it is. Exactly what's going on. Um, we already talked about the Marlins. Can they make a run with the injuries? Adam Wainwright. Wayno, 200. Career. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. I, I think he is. He should be. Yeah, I, w- I want to say yes. And then uh, Tigers outfielder Riley Green undergoes Tommy John. Uh, should be ready for camp next year, so that's good. And then uh, the Yankee stud uh, Jason Dominguez. Takes the crazy TJ thing is those are two position players. Yeah. Getting TJ. Well, but at the same time, like they're outfielders, right? I know. I know. Like if any, like, I mean, but it, Bryce I mean, Harper got TJ. Well, I know, but like, okay, before Bryce Harper got it, like, how many times did you hear that outfielder got a t- got Tommy John? It's it's rare, but at the same time, like I mean, uh, Riley Green did also pitch in college a little bit, so yeah. Like I'm not sitting here saying it's it's not possible, right. but it is it is rare. I'll say that too. So, all right. Well, when we return, jumping into the week three picks and go over the fantasy lineup when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're giving our week two picks, and we're giving you a little fantasy splash at the end to tie it up. CJ, let's start off with the picks. Yeah, week three picks, getting right into it. Let's start with tonight's game, Giants versus the Niners. Again, we're picking versus the spread. I know, we're glutton for punishment. Uh, San Francisco (laughs) is right now favored by 10.5. I'm going to take the Giants. I think they keep this close. I think that spread's a little bit too big. I'm going to be different and give me the Niners. Like, the Giants haven't shown me anything that they're going to score points. Well, and I get that, but the Niners are really predicated on defense. And listen, the Giants can backdoor field goal their way into a cover, too. So (laughs) why not, right? That's fair. That's fair. All right. uh, Let's get into the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. We've got, let's see, nine of them. Let's jump right in. Titans versus the Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland's giving three and a half. They just signed Kareem Hunt. Is he a factor? I don't think so. I'm going to take the Titans to cover, even though I think Cleveland ends up winning this game on a late field goal. I'm going to say he is a factor. Give me the Browns. All right, fair enough. Uh, Falcons going to Detroit to play those Lions. Three-game spread. I think we're both taking the Lions here. Yeah, Lions, you failed me in the eliminator pick, but... uh... Pick me up this week. Fair enough. I just don't believe in the Falcons. Even though they're 2-0, yeah, I just don't fair. believe in them. That's fair. Uh, let's go Saints going to Green Bay to Lambeau to face the Packers. We believe in the Saints, or at least I do. I'm taking the Saints here and getting a point and a half craziness. Yeah, same here. All right. Broncos versus the Dolphins down in Miami. Miami. Uh, they're, Miami's giving 6.5 here. I don't think that's even close to being enough. No. I'm going to take the Dolphins. They're going to win by two touchdowns. I agree. Miami all the way. All right. Chargers going to Minnesota to face Skull. 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 <laughs> Give me the Chargers. Uh, it's basically a pick them as Minnesota's giving up a point. Yeah. I think the Chargers get their first win on the season and send the Vikings to purgatory. I'm going to say Vikings. They're at home, and I like what I've seen from Kirk Cousins. I don't blame you. Patriots versus the Jets. This has every intention of being the rock fight of the week. Uh-huh. I'm going to take the Patriots, even though they're giving up two and a half to those pesky Jets in Jersey. I'm taking the Pats, but can you believe that quarterback matchup? Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. Ooh. Well, I mean, it's, you know, the, the you know, first round <laughs> draft picks of their of their collective <laughs> seasons, right? Right, so, right. So, you know, 
Zach Wilson was number two. Mac Jones, number 15. What are you going to do? All right, Bills versus the Commanders in D.C. Well, in Landover, Maryland. Uh, Buffalo is six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking the Bills. I don't think this is close. Yeah, I don't think so either. Give me the Bills. All right, Texans versus Jags. BT Dubs, this is my eliminator pick. I'm taking the Jaguars in the eliminator. They are favored by eight-and-a-half. I'm also going to take them to cover the spread. They have a bounce back after a bad week versus KC. Take it on my words. I agree. Give me the Jags. All right. In the final game in the 1 o'clock slate, your Colts facing the Ravens Woo-hoo! in Baltimore. Do you want to go to this game? Uh, I'd love to go. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I got a birthday party. Crap. Oh, well. Uh, Baltimore <laughs> is favored by eight points. I think that's too much. I think the Colts keep this to underneath yeah, a touchdown. I'm, I'm, not, Colts. I'm not telling you the Colts are going to win, but they're not. it's going to be less than a touchdown. Yeah, I think so, too. Alright, let's jump to the 4 o'clock games. We have three of them. Count them. Three. three. The Carolina Panthers are going up to the great Northwest to face those pesky seagulls yeah. <laughs> of, the, of the Seattle Heim. Yeah. Uh, they are Six and a half point favorites, speaking of the Seahawks, by the way, there. I think they cover the spread because I don't have any faith in the Panthers. Yeah, Give me Bryce the Seahawks Jones not to cover. playing. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, Bears versus Chiefs in Arrowhead. <laughs> uh, Kansas City is, is 12 and a half enough. 12 and a half. I don't know, but the Bears look awful. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. All right. And then the Cowboys going to Arizona to face the Cardinals. It's another 12 and a half point I know you spread. think it's a trap game, but give me the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys even though it could be a trap game, especially since uh, Trayvon Diggs out for the season. MRI, ACL, and, gone. And just letting everybody know, even though my Lions uh, – let me down the eliminator pick. Dallas is my eliminator pick this week. Fair enough. Let's go to the Sunday night game. The Steelers get their second primetime game in a row. Yeah. The marquee matchup for the um, for everybody that was big in the 70s uh, <laughs> as they're facing the Raiders in Vegas, Raiders. not Oakland, Vegas. Right. Uh, Vegas is two and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the Steelers from Pittsburgh. Same here. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, I think they end up losing this game by a point. Oh, for really? some odd reason, that's how I a feel point? it comes okay. down. But Vegas given two and a half, so I take it. All right, the two Monday night games, count them two. I hate them. The fact that there is do. two of them, it's garbage. Uh, my Eagles are going down to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield. Uh, they are giving five points. I don't think that's enough. The Eagles offense finally yeah. gets rolling down there. It is a massacre is what I feel like. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I think A.J. Brown has a bounce-back game. Give me the Eagles. All right, and then the second one, Rams versus Bengals. Talk about two teams going in opposite directions compared For to real. what we thought they were going to be doing. Yeah. I know you said the Bengals were 2-0 last year. I just don't have faith in you them. Yeah, 0-2? Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Did I say 2-0? My <laughs> you bad. You did. <laughs> uh, they went 0-2 last year, and then they had that run, blah, 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 blah. No, I, there's something wrong with Joe Burrow. Give me the Rams, especially when they're getting three points. I'm even though I I kind of agree with you it seems different I'm gonna take the Bengals because I, three points like that's that's not that's not a lot yeah I get you I just think the Rams are better than that all, all right. right so we have a couple differences couple samesies uh listen I gotta make up ground Parker's kicking the crud out of me so I gotta make <laughs> up some ground but let's go ahead and jump right into the fantasy squad we are two and zero oh, everybody let's go I'm sorry Smith Jackson. <laughs> We are 2-0. Oh. Um, we've had some monster weeks, by the way. We are the second highest points in the league. I know we faced nobody in week two as we near about doubled up Team No Name. And the crazy thing is A.J. Brown has not gotten going. Not done anything. But Keenan Allen had a great week. Yes, we're starting Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. At tight end versus Atlanta. Underrated. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's him or Pat Fryermuth, and Pat hasn't done anything. I love Penn State Pat, but you're right. Sam LaPorte is the pick. Yeah, he is the pick there. Jalen Hurts, we're sticking with him at quarterback because we have no other quarterback on the roster (laughs) right right now. Listen, James Conner, a terrible team. He still finds touches, still finds Bader. We're keeping with him in the running back slot. Same with Raheem Mostert. I think he has a massive day versus Denver anyway. Uh, A.J. Browns, we already talked about. He's got to have a bounce-back game. Keenan Allen versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing in that nice dome. I feel like he's going to have a nice game, too. Debo Samuel, no Brandon Ayuk tonight, so we're really hoping for Debo to have a massive game. He's in our yeah. flex. Eagles defense and Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Dicker, the kicker in the nice weather in Minnesota, eh? Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? We're benching DJ Moore versus Kansas City. I think that's a bad matchup for Justin Fields. He was going to get sacked like crazy. That defense is great. Christian Kirk, maybe, versus Houston, but I feel like they're just going to run the ball late, so it won't matter for him. So we're leaving him on the bench, as well as Khalil Herbert and Jackson Smith, a jigba. And, of course, Gabe Davis versus Washington. That's not even going to be a game. So we're leaving him on the bench as well. Tell us what you think. Should we switch it up? We've got until Sunday to switch everybody but Debo out. Austin Eckler is out, everybody. He is out. I know it says he's questionable. He's not playing unless he practices tomorrow, and I seriously don't see him. But if he does play, we will probably replace him with James Conner just because of the game script is the only reason why we keep James Conner out of the lineup. Okay, question. Since Saquon is out, do we pick up Matt Breida for the Giants and we we could drop Herbert? Or, I mean, there's really no one else I want to drop, but like... Do we drop Herbert and pick up Matt Breida for Saquon? I think eventually Khalil Herbert starts to get going because I think that offense figures it out. So I kind of want to ride him out. Okay. And I don't think uh, Saquon's going to be out for uh, long, for long enough that Matt Breida makes sense to uh, okay. to drop Herbert. So that's, fair. that's what we're going to go with, and we're going to stick with it. And I like our running backs. How we we have a situation. I mean, we got three really really strong running backs. None of them have the same bye week, so right. Not overly worried about the running back room. As we as were as prepared. We were. We, we stuck with the goods, <laughs> yeah. and we give you the goods. Yeah. Uh, listen, if you guys want more action, more content, Parker's been lighting it up on the socials, at the Sports GPS, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whenever yes, he feels like getting out of bed and looking half decent with his hair, he's going to hit you up on TikTok <laughs> hey, as well. Hey, my hair's always good. I know it is, but not when you first get out of bed. Let's not lie to Honestly, yourself. and I'm going to be honest here, I put product in my hair when I wake up in the morning. Occasionally, it doesn't look great, but sometimes it looks just as good as the day before. Just just putting that out there. Okay? Ladies, you hear this first. Parker will always look good when he's even getting out of bed. Well done, Parker White. Thank you, sir. Ladies, 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 line up at the Sports GPS. <laughs> at the Sports GPS. Go ahead and talk to your man, Parker. DM him. You're not going to DM me. I'm happily married. <laughs> yeah, he's happily married. With child. But, but I'm single. Yeah, so ladies, line up. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Uh, I mean, the week three picks are in. I got to make a move. MLB is getting crazy. I mean, yeah. watching the game right here on our right. Listen, our setup is insane. If you ever want to come hang out with us, you know, let us know on Twitter if you want to come and uh, be a guest spot. Just let us know what you're going to bring to the table, yeah. and we'll make it happen for you. We've got plenty of special guests coming. And Derwin's going to make his. And when he says that. What are you going to bring food-wise? Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> what's your spread? Yeah, what's the spread? What is the spread? Yeah. Do we got bagels and schmear? Do we got... <laughs> bagels you know, and schmear. I mean, do we got plenty? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Listen, Derwin's going to make a reappearance. Yes, Jonah sir. and Eric, uh, that, that tag team duo is phenomenal. They're yeah. going to come back on Absolutely. whenever we can get them back on. 
Uh, can't wait to have everybody. If you want to join us as a, uh, a guest host of the Sports GPS, let us know. We'd love to have you on. We got an extra mic. It's just chilling here waiting to be used. Yes, sir. But until that time, for all of us here at the Sports GPS Podcast, Parker White, CJ Holly, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.